You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 38. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to be here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. Welcome to my new listeners. If you just found me, I'm really glad you're here. And if you're one of my regular listeners, welcome back for your coaching session today. So episode 38 is the second part of a two-part series. We talked in episode 37 last week about figuring out why you haven't been able to lose your weight so far, turning backwards and looking in that rear view mirror to figure out the reason so that you could create new steps that take you where you want to be, not where you are today. So this is part two. And what episode 38 today is about is figure out why you're not losing the weight by looking at your patterns. So today we're going to focus all about patterns. So get comfortable. You're here to be coached and I'm here to coach you. Get ready to listen. Let's get started. So let's continue with our discussion from last week, which was all about why you gained the weight in the first place, and why you struggled to lose it. And we talked a little bit about breaking it down into the tiniest little components that were a part of what got you here today and changing them so that you could have a different result today. So what we're saying essentially, what I'm saying to you is no more secrets. Let's shine the light on why you're here Because if not, then what you're going to be doing, which you've probably done before, is taking any plan to eat, to lose weight, and generically applying it to yourself. Well, guess what? Generic doesn't work. And the way for any plan to work for you is to make it totally personalized. The way we're going to do that is to look at exactly what issues you've been challenged by, and change the way you approach them. So keep that in the front of your mind right now. Generalizing is not good. Generic is not good. Personalized, individualized, that's what we're going for. I want you to think about patterns because whether you realize it or not, you have a lot of different patterns in your life. Patterns are the habitual ways that you think and feel and act over and over again. And by the way, if you've got my book, this is in my book, and there's a great worksheet in there that I'm going to walk you through today. But when we're done, I'd love you to go to the show notes. If you don't already have my full-length book, get a copy, download it, and print out the page from chapter 17 so you could follow along with me and ask yourself some of these really important questions because our goal today is to get at your patterns and shine that light on them so we could create a non-generic plan for you going forward. You have patterns, I have patterns, some of them help you and some of them hinder you. 
you may have a pattern of thinking that you did something wrong all the time, right? And that has frequently been one of my patterns. When something in life goes wrong, my frequent thought is, or used to be, what did I do? That means I have the pattern of thinking constantly that I must have done something wrong. Or maybe you have a pattern of thinking that other people know better than you. Or another really common one is maybe you have a pattern of thinking that you never have enough. That also was my personal favorite. Not not a good feel-good one, but it was the one that I went to often. So these are thought patterns, right? Your brain is wired to let you repeat things that you do over and over again really efficiently. So if you get the slightest inkling that it's not fair that other people are eating and you're not, your brain's going to go right on the job of creating a pattern of thinking that there's never enough and you may always feel deprived. And if you do feel deprived a lot and you wonder why, that may very well be one of your patterns. Now, the thoughts that you have on a regular basis, if you've been listening to me for a little while, you know that your thoughts lead you to a certain emotion and your emotions lead you to doing things, taking action. So the thoughts that you have on a regular basis, they create your life. When you think something over and over again, it becomes a habit or a pattern and you just don't question it. It just is. Eventually, these thought patterns give you your life, your body, your weight, everything. So you may have some patterns of thinking something. You may also have patterns of feeling a certain way. When you're alone, maybe you're in a pattern of feeling lonely. So if someone cancels plans to be with you, you probably go right into your pattern of feeling lonely. And being alone really has nothing to do with the feeling of loneliness. That's optional. When you fall off the wagon from the eating path that you're on, you may go right into the pattern of feeling hopeless and believing that something's wrong with you. Of course, you know by now that you also could have a pattern of behavior, how you act, what you do. A perfect example of a pattern of thought and behavior is when you tell yourself, I can't eat just one of these. And when you have one potato chip, for example, you may continue on to finish the bag. It's not because of the old commercial from Lay's Potato Chips, bet you can't eat just one, if you're old enough to remember that. That's not the only reason, but that is like a thought that that commercial plants in your head. It's the thought that maybe you can't eat just one. That's what causes the behavior. That's a pattern. So the good news is that your brain created all your patterns as a way of making your life easier and more efficient. Your brain doesn't really think or know the consequences of the patterns that it's helping you create. There's simply like an alarm clock that you set to go off at a certain time, and it's going to keep doing it whether it's helpful or not. So to change your patterns, which you'll need to do to get a different result, you have to first become aware of what your patterns are. Now in the book, there is a worksheet, and we're going to talk about that next. But I want you to begin thinking of things that you've done on a regular basis 
as you've searched for ways to lose weight? What are your habitual thoughts that lead you to overeat? What are your habitual feelings that have you reaching for chips? And what actions do you take on a regular basis that keep you from ever reaching your goals? Since you created your patterns, I want you to be assured that if anyone can change them, you can. And the first step is really exploring what these patterns are. So we're going to shine the light on them to make sure that they're not going to be controlling you by being unconscious. We're going to make them conscious. We're going to put your awareness on them and they will not be able to secretly sabotage your weight loss efforts anymore because you will be in charge. So the first question I want you to ask, and these are going to be four questions. Let's look at the four questions first. The first question is, what have you been doing right? And what have you been doing a little bit of that you wish you were doing more of? What have you been doing that you'd love to stop doing? And what have you been doing that you'd like to do less of. So let's look at all of them together. If you want to lose some extra weight, do you still think that everything you did didn't work? Are you lumping everything together? Are you telling yourself you did everything wrong? Because before we go into looking at a pattern, let's look at that big overarching belief. The reality is that you probably did some things well, and you did some things that you may want to change and some things that you may want to eliminate. But it's not helpful to lump everything together and just assume that you can't do it, that you can't do anything right. It's just not true. So let's stop putting everything together and going black and white. Let's separate the fact from the fiction. Some things you did well, some things you did and you need to do more of and some things you want to do less of. It's a mixture. We're going to create your own secret formula for weight loss success. So let's think back over the last few years. The first question is, what have you been able to do that was helpful? When I coach my women and occasional men one-on-one, I always send them a coaching prep form before we talk. The very first question I ask them is, what's going well for you? What are you doing right? What do you feel good about? The reason I do this and the reason I'm asking you this right now is that if you're anything like everyone I work with, you do some things right, definitely, but then you just dismiss them and you put your focus on anything and everything that you're not doing well. And I want you to train yourself to focus on what is good, on what you are doing right, because that's what you want more of. And when you think something that makes you feel good and it makes you feel proud, that good and proud and confident feeling leads you to take the next step and make it be a good action instead of something that feels kind of ho-hum because you think you're doing everything wrong. So here's an example, and this is from the book. Let's just say that I ask you what's going well for you. And one of the things maybe that has been going well for you is maybe you were really good at planning your week and making sure that you had good things to eat that were ready. 
and prepped and available. Maybe you were good at bringing delicious lunches to work and making dates to work out with friends. Now, it could be a hundred different things. That's just an example. But I want you to take a minute right now and think, what is going well? What am I doing right? What do I feel proud of? And acknowledge it and give yourself a pat on the back for what is going well. Now, the next thing I want you to look at in your patterns is, what did you do a little bit of that you know you could do more of? So you're dipping your toe in the water, you're doing some things good, but you know that if you did more of them, it would be even better. So here's an example that I hear. Maybe you might be thinking that you'd like to be a little more adventurous and cook a little bit, and prepare some different foods. If you tend to get bored eating the same thing and cooking the same thing or buying the same thing every week, you know that if you varied it, it would be easier to stick to. Another example that you might relate to is you might think that you want to make more time for yourself. Because even if I tell you exactly what to do, you still do need to take time to think about it, to read, to write, to listen, and just to reflect on your life. It takes a space in between doing and doing and doing to plan what's going to happen next and not just let it happen by default. So when I ask you, what have you been doing a little of that you know you could do more of? Those are things that come under that category. Now, the third question is, what have you been doing that you'd love to stop doing? And here's a big one that we mostly spend all of our time focusing on, but let's just acknowledge it. I want you to think, what is the big thing I struggle with? What do I wish I could stop doing? You may be thinking that you'd like to stop reaching for sweets and starchy, junky carbs when you're upset. You know that food isn't the answer to dealing with your emotions. Maybe you're not sure what is yet. That's okay. But I'd love for you to find out what would really make you feel better when you're worried or stressed. You know, maybe you wish that you could stop not planning dinners and going to a drive-through, or not planning dinners and ordering in pizza three nights a week. Maybe you wish that you could stop giving up as soon as you hit a roadblock. Think about what you would love to stop doing. We're going to tackle the behavior, make it really specific for you. Now, the last question is, what have you been doing that you would like to do less of? So we're not worried about cutting it out and being black and white but we want to be more aware. And I want you to really check in with yourself and say, okay, what am I doing that's just not so helpful? Here's the example for you. And maybe you can relate to this one. Do you want to do less zoning out? Sometimes when you're with other people that are eating, you might tend to automatically join in whether you're hungry or not. It's like you may forget that you're even trying to lose weight. And Maybe you'd like to stop feeling sorry for yourself as often because you are not eating the same thing everybody else is in the amounts that they're eating. And you know that when you start thinking that you're deprived, 
that's when you're going to start craving comfort foods and become rebellious and start eating more food that you just don't need. So by answering these four questions, like the examples that we just talked about, what you're doing is you're plotting your new roadmap using your patterns from your past efforts. And that is really different and really more important than following a generic eating plan. Because what you're doing now is you're creating a roadmap. You are acting as your own GPS system. And you need to clearly program yourself of where you want to go and why. And you need to start somewhere. You need to know where you're starting and know where you want to go. And the cool thing is, is you know your roadblocks, your patterns, you know your potholes, your patterns, and you know the detours that you're going to take. So now you're going to focus on making a personalized plan for you. No more generic. Get clear on your patterns and make specific steps that you're going to take. So remember, your three main focuses are your body, your mind, and your self-care. Your body, when to start eating, what to eat, when to stop eating, break it down, moving your body. Do you move it at all? Do you need to start moving it? Do you want to? What will you do? Your mind, what are you thinking that's creating your feelings? What have you been thinking for years that have hardened into beliefs? And how do those thoughts and beliefs lead you to take actions that are not always in your favor? And your self-care, which simply means, are you taking care of your needs? Do you know what your needs are? Do you know what your non-negotiable needs are? And have you found a way to give them to yourself no matter what? That is your goal. And you are totally able to do this. So you have your focus. I want to hear how you're doing. And remember to go to the show notes, grab a copy of the book if you don't have it, because all these things I'm talking about right now in these two episodes about patterns are in the book and the worksheets are right there. And this is where we start. This is where I want you to look at what went wrong in your past when you try to solve your eating and weight issues, because I don't want you to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. I want to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week, where we're going to continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step by step until they both become something that you used to do, because that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie, And I want to remind you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.